0: Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Diane. And And we're we're Minimalist minimalist Moms. moms.
1: No, we don't live in tiny houses. We live in the suburbs of the Midwest where bigger equals better.
0: But the more we added to our lives, instead of feeling better, we felt overwhelmed. It's hard enough being a mom. The last thing we need is stress from too much stuff and overcrowded schedules.
1: It was time for a radical new mindset. Less is more. We're not into extremes, we didn't throw away everything.
0: Our brand of minimalism is more about adding than subtracting. Get rid of the excess to make
1: room for what you love. In other words, it's about living life with purpose. We hope it will inspire you to think more and do with less. Hello and welcome to Minimalist Moms. I'm Megan
0: and I'm Diane
1: and we're so happy that you're listening. We always feel so cheesy when we (laughs) we don't know what to say.
0: So to this week today
1: we are talking about minimizing your schedule and before we get into the topic though I'd like to start out with my minimalist moment of the week. Um, I don't know if you remember a couple podcasts ago if you um, listen to that one, I talked about how our, we were preparing for new carpet in our house. So mm. I moved all the kids' stuff out of their rooms, and that was a great opportunity to thin out the toys and kind of evaluate um, what they use and don't use anymore. But I have found, since the carpeting has been delayed several weeks because we were traveling mm. and doing all this stuff, that I really found out what they truly play with. Because there was zero toys in their rooms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, in be- in, it's been several weeks, the time in between, they're taking things from our room where we threw everything mm-hmm. back into their rooms. So after a couple of weeks, I looked in their rooms, excuse me, and I saw in the boys' rooms there were Legos mm-hmm. and those magnetic kind of blocks oh, I th- that th- yeah, you I think kind I of sh- like make. Sh- they're, they're just shapes, but they yeah. make things. Um, and regular wooden blocks. That was what they had drug out, and the only things that they were playing with. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter was her stuffed animals. She cannot live without. And these little um, play figurines. It was like a little house and play figurines. And I'm like, hmm. Like, literally, that's the only thing that they have pulled out Granted, they didn't have a huge amount of toys, again, Mm -hmm. were minimal to begin with. But I just thought it was so interesting that the only things they have played with for the last two weeks are really those imaginative building Mm -hmm. toys. Um, They also, I mean, we play board games all the time. So those, you know, kind of, I didn't really count those. But Mm -hmm. yeah, they do the board games too, and then we read books. But that's really it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if we went on vacation... Just get whatever. rid of everything in your room. Yeah. Just like throw everything else <laughs> in your room away. I thought about it. I was like, what if we only move that stuff back in? Yeah, they would they have notice? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might notice. That's but... just something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> well, we it should... too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she definitely
1: wouldn't notice, but.
0: I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to pare down her stuffed animals right now, but I just don't have the heart in me to like toss the stuffed animal yet. But I'm like, it's time. Yeah. Like she's too many and. Yeah, it's just time, but
1: that that's hard.
0: It's cool though that you got to see like what they actually play mm-hmm. with. I don't know. That's kind of helpful for me preparing for the future. Seeing that it, I I don't know. You've mentioned before that the imaginary toys or the imaginative toys are the ones that they've tended mm-hmm. to kind of flock to anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to share now my resource of the week. I finished a book a couple months ago by Erin Lochner I think that's how you pronounce her last name it's called Chasing Slow Courage to Journey Off the Beaten Path and I just wanted to share this quote with you that kind of describes kind of her whole mentality in writing this book without grace minimalism is another metric for perfection chasing slow is still a chase and I just I don't know do with that what you will read the book it's excellent I love it it's beautiful it's well written she was interviewed on several podcasts just doing promotions for this book and I, I just had to get it and I'm really glad that I did because it's been one of my favorites so far this year. it's so. handed
1: it off to me. I'm yeah. going to go home and devour it. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. And that just that that quote really hits me square on the temple just with, and, and I've thought that many times, like why am I anxious about the opposite side, mm-hmm. about being minimal now, like now the the level of perfection it's mm-hmm. just how little I have not more mm-hmm. and you know we need to find that nice balance mm-hmm. in that's the middle. that's so
0: hard and I guess that's what our whole podcast is about is to find balance and very true we'll never reach it. <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> yeah so this week we're talking about minimizing your schedule um this is something that we have just tossed around the idea of doing a podcast um on and I felt like it would be a good time to discuss it because I'm about to have my second baby here in a few months. Megan has a very busy schedule with her kids about to be out of school in a few months. And just, I mean, life in general, just because you mm-hmm. you don't have to have kids to have a crazy schedule. Right, can so, fill our lives with a yeah. lot of unnecessary things. Absolutely. So why the need to minimize your schedule? And doing some research, I read that some minimalists believe that you shouldn't keep any kind of schedule, that that in itself is binding, or not binding, but just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oppressive in your minimalism. Mm. But I just feel like that is not going to work well for moms, especially working moms um, in general. Just we have crazy schedules. So I, I saw this quote, and it says, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And that just made me realize we can't do everything and we can't Mm -hmm. say yes to everything. There's only 24
1: hours in the day
0: for everyone. Yeah. And I think that what I'm finding is that the season that I'm in right now is different than the season I'm going to be in in 10 years. And so my schedule will look different in 10 Mm -hmm. years and what I can take on now will look different in 10 years. And it looked different five years ago. Like Mm -hmm. it's constantly changing. So I think that what we're looking to do is just minimizing your schedule for the here and now and then adapting as we Mm -hmm. grow and have new experiences come in. Yeah, why they need to minimize your schedule. I just think stress, stress, health, relationships suffer. Um, You can become bitter or resentful when you have an overwhelming schedule to those that um, maybe you're committed to or just Even your boss, like if he asks you to work more hours or if you have a client that kind of pops up and I don't know, I feel like that that can just become overwhelming and you say yes, but it's that no that you're saying Mm -hmm. that that's where the bitterness and resentment lies. So, Mm -hmm. and I was just thinking about the anxiety that it produces when you have a crazy schedule. It doesn't help your productivity and it can cause us to run away from our commitments and end up feeling more burdened than if we were just to take a smaller load originally. Mm -hmm. So um, I know for me that I've had personal experiences where I felt really overwhelmed in the past and I needed to cut back. And then I added more to my load, like, just within different seasons. But I didn't know if you had any – I I can share mine, but I wanted to know if you had any that you wanted to share and what that looked like for you. Sure.
1: Well, I – My husband and I were just talking about this, actually, is that we are on the cusp of another season of life, Mm -hmm. because our youngest, we have three kids, and our youngest is going to go to kindergarten next year. Mm -hmm. So in about six months, less than that, our lives are going to look a lot different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I realized that just because you earn a few extra hours in the day where you're not necessarily Watching children, it doesn't mean that the whole world, (laughs) which is my temptation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I will have so much more time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a temptation to fill it Mm -hmm. uh, and to take on more. But um, we are kind of on the cusp cusp of this. Uh, In the season that we're coming out of, so we went from me being at home with three babies and, like, I could not do one more thing. Mm -hmm. So it was very easy to quit or mm-hmm. to drop things or to to lighten our loads because there was an obvious, like, obviously I can't do this because I have three kids and not many, you know, three babies and not many people would even ask you to do Mm -hmm. things so it was I would say a little easier at that time and actually I was always looking for ways to fill my time as we Mm -hmm. talked about like we're looking for you know play dates and and you know getting together with other moms or for mom community things that we can do with the kids we were it was it almost felt like I was looking to fill time Mm -hmm. during that time too but then as the kids get older, a little more dependent, they're in school full-time or part-time, I started taking on some freelance work, and then that's where when, when just that little window mm-hmm. <laughs> opened up, Of opportunity for me to take on other responsibilities then I was just like everything I can do I'm gonna do and then people start asking you hey could you take this on and you have the things or at least I had the things that I was doing Mm -hmm. which were all good things Um, and then I'm adding work responsibilities on top of that and then other people asking you to do things and it yes just became completely overwhelming and Actually, at the beginning of last year, we called it the season of quitting mm-hmm. because we, we had literally just made a list of mm-hmm. everything that we had committed to or were involved in and went down it and cut, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cut things. And it was really hard. It, was, it made for a lot of awkward conversations mm-hmm. with both family and friends and, um, you know, some – Good opportunities but just weren't great for us mm-hmm. at, at that time um, we actually had before that we had two homes cuz we had bought a new house when mm-hmm. you know the it just we couldn't sell the other one so it was a rental property and we were like we are quitting that we, we you know the market went back up so mm-hmm. we we sold that house I was involved in, like, several, like, small women's groups mm-hmm. that I had to, unfortunately, bow out of. Um, I was asked to lead some Bible studies that I had to, you know, even though it was a great opportunity, I had to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, professionally, uh, I had to let go of a business venture that I had started up with with someone, and um, that was another one of those, like, it was so sad to have to let go, but I knew for my own sanity mm-hmm. and for the you know, just for the business in itself, it it wouldn't have been healthy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I wouldn't have been able to put my all in it. Uh, We quit some volunteer opportunities, some volunteer job things that we were doing that were again, like great things. And it felt so awful to tell those people, I'm sorry, we can't do this anymore. Um, And then the other, the last kind of vestige of it, I realized um, earlier this year was I had to, I pretty much say no to all play dates. Like, mm. it was that kind of, I was like, oh, that phase is kind of gone mm-hmm. now. Um, because anytime I would say yes to them, then I would be thinking in the back, I couldn't relax. I'd be thinking in the back of my head, I have all this work to do. And, like, you know, my kid's four. He mm-hmm. doesn't, I mean, he's fine. He's pretty independent. It's not like we weren't doing it for them. It was just, like, kind of a habit to get mm-hmm. together kind of a thing. So, that was kind of the other thing. So we're, we're, I really am in that, that phase of of quitting and of also then, like, looking to what's next. Yeah, um, it's definitely
0: transitional season. Yeah. That's exciting, but it's kind of sad, too. But it, it, is. It, it is exciting. It's bittersweet. Yeah.
1: And I think one thing that really helped me, and I do not even remember where I heard this, mm-hmm. um, but the woman was saying that it is perfectly reasonable – to only have because priority in its root means one mm-hmm. and we always say we have different priorities or there's top three priorities which is you can only focus on well mm-hmm. on one thing so she's like it's perfectly reasonable that you only have one thing in each area of your life mm-hmm. so how about that means that you have maybe one volunteer thing that you do you have one major uh if you can do it in your work life you know you have one major thing you do you have one hobby or or like you play one sport Mm -hmm. your kids play one sport you know like that kind of a thing Mm -hmm. where um and for for us like in the church world if you only have one you know faith-based thing that you're volunteering for at a time when you get hit with requests to do many things Mm -hmm. it's really reasonable to say no no I'm going to focus on this you Mm -hmm. know and for our for last year that was our um, we call it life groups in our church Mm -hmm. it's our small group where we were we were committed to building into this small group of people uh, and to to you know making that little community healthy and you know really investing in that and so we had to say no to everything else Mm -hmm. it feels awful but really it's the best you know you're giving your best self to that Mm -hmm. one thing so that was one that was just that piece of advice really liberated me and made me think like yeah you're right like if I only have you know Mm -hmm. I need to just pick what's the best out of all these things that I've committed to and and
0: um, well I hate using the word burden but I had I had some groups like that that it just felt like it was I wasn't looking forward to going, and mm. I felt like that was just a sign that it's time to cut it. Like, mm-hmm. I know in um, one of Lisa Turker's books, she's an auth- author, but she talks about the beam and what can go on the beam and what can't. It's like a balance beam and just... Oh, that's the
1: like, Jen Hamaker oh, and For hamaker? the Love. Okay. Yeah, and For the Love. Okay, yeah. totally
0: scratch that. Um, <laughs> but Lisa
1: Turkhurst ha- did have the best yes book,
0: okay. which is... that's um, what I'm yes,
1: That's okay. Uh, the
0: beam, though, I... It was during, after I read that that I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only fill my beam with so much. And if I can find – You have like, to pick of, what's on the beam
1: and yeah. what's off the beam. You can only, you know, balance on so much.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I can find, like, a good article or a blog post supporting mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say, I'll, I'll find it included it in the show <laughs> notes so that people know what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I think that just for me personally, I in my past have just – I'm extroverted so I like to be around people and before I was married I was a youth leader I was on the worship team I was leading a small group and I would go in and clean or watch kids like I was doing so much and I did have that time I want to say I did in quotes because I I was still in college like I didn't really have the time but that's where I invested myself because to me the relationships were more important to me than college which is kind of silly but um once I started dating Marty and we started getting really serious really quickly I started getting resentful and I'm like oh don't these people know that I have my own life and so then you do things halfsies and Mm -hmm. no one's satisfied because that's when I started to become really late uh, like all the time to things or just people could tell my interest was waning Mm -hmm. and so I would just say that When we do take all those things on to become, like, because we're people pleasers or like to be around people, there's nothing wrong, I think, with being a people pleaser. But yeah, you can only say yes to too much Mm -hmm. or so much. (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, you mentioned when you were talking, just there are areas that we can't avoid. And for me, I I wrote down, um, like, Work. I have to work part time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I wish that I didn't have to do right now, but it's just I have to schedule in time for that. You, you have your clients that you work with mm-hmm. and your social media, so I'm sure that you have in your planner like everything marked out with that. Housework. I don't technically like schedule out my housework, but it is something that just like it has to be done. Right. So more, I guess when I look at my week, I'm like time spent at home. Like there does need to be a significant Time spent at home. Children's activities. I don't want to neglect Charlotte during this time when I feel like her mind is growing. So I want to get her out every day, even if it's just for like a half hour to the library. So that's important to me. And church is another, I don't, I hate the word avoid, like areas I can't avoid because I choose to go to church. But for me, that's not a non negotiable. Mm. So yeah, I think that you have to prioritize mm-hmm. what are those areas that you can avoid and then prioritize those, and then um, you can go down from pairing the not, I guess, the, not, what's the opposite of non-negotiable? The negotiable. The, I can't <laughs> talk. The things that are, like, working out. It's like, you don't have to necessarily work out, but if that's life-giving to you, then add it in to mm-hmm. your schedule. Um gosh, I'm out of breath. It's my baby. I'm so out of breath talking. Uh, If you guys could see me, it looks like I have a basketball underneath my shirt right now.
1: And it doesn't help that, okay, so we record these things at our church and with our schedules, we have to do them in the evening. Yes. And, um, the church is open until nine o'clock so we have to get them we in. Have night. We have 24 minutes <laughs> left. But <laughs> besides that, we the only place in the church that we could find that doesn't have the ceiling fan air conditioner running is the the kids wing, the children's wing. So we're in like a preschool room, and the tables are at our knees, and we are bending over to the microphone. <laughs> and she looks like yeah, she's like bending over that this basketball. That makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, why am I? so <laughs> That depressed? is why. You can pick up pick uh, up the mic or something. Yeah, you can, you can do that. <laughs> I'm like losing my train of thought, out of breath. I guess, um, yeah. I just want to get down to the point and just give you guys some quick tips to simplify your schedule. I know something like uh, something that's really worked for us and is shared calendars. And I know that um, Google will sync your calendars between Apple mm-hmm. products, so that's been really helpful for us. Determine the activities that are unavoidable like I was just talking about, figure out what those are for you. If you're single, work together with your spouse. That's really important (laughs) in a marriage. (laughs) And then keep open space throughout the week so that you can just have that free time to relax or just downtime to where your kids can play and you can just chill out and do what you do. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like you said, you have to share with others your intentions. If this is going to be a season of quitting or adding... Yeah, I don't know. Did you have anything else to... I think you brought up a great point about
1: Mm self-care in that at moms, as moms, we are typically very bad at that Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we're just, like, giving, 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 and that's where a lot of times issues come up in marriage and um, issues come up, like, you tend to blow up Mm -hmm. or you, you know, because you haven't taken that time for yourself and... um, one thing that I would encourage every mom to do, I think every mom, no whether whether you're working or not, has to have time for your like passion project mm-hmm. or just something that lights you up and makes you excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to make time for that because you know, it, you can just get so bogged down in just serving everybody else in their needs. Uh, that you forget about yourself. And then, again, you end, you might end up finding yourself after the kids are up and out going, wait, what, who am I, what do I like, what do I do? I don't know, you don't have your friends, you don't have whatever. Um, but just, you know, making time for that. Like, I know for me, coming out of that, like, little kid phase, um, I'm a dancer, and I it was just wonderful to find a group of, um, ladies that I'm gonna say older, <laughs> but aren't teenagers. Yes. You know, they're from tw- we're from 20s to 50s mm-hmm. um, that just enjoy just like dancing for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, we get together once a week, and we have a, a benefit gala concert um, performance uh, every, once a year, and it is just so life giving to go and again it hits all those it checks off those boxes like mm-hmm. i get physical fitness i get to be creative mm-hmm. and i get to f- to you know just have these great friends and you know feel like validated for me being me mm-hmm. as megan not as mommy or as you know the employee or whatever else, Mm -hmm. or as a wife, you Mm -hmm. know, just having your own thing. Mm -hmm. It's just been so wonderful. And I've always, my husband, you know, has always been wonderful about, you know, allowing me to make time for that, even to the point where, I mean, sometimes we hire a babysitter because I got to go, you know, and I'm going to go. It's a priority. Mm -hmm. So um, having something like that is great. One book I'd love to – recommend is jessica turner's fringe hours have Hmm. you read that one i haven't
0: i have it but i have not read it okay Mm
1: -hmm. and it's wonderful she is like ridiculous Mm -hmm. in the amount of stuff that she gets in in a day Mm -hmm. um and she she
0: wakes up crazy early doesn't she (laughs) yes
1: which you know i i tried and (laughs) did not work out well no but what what it helped me do it like just with a lot of things, like it's not like an autobiography or anything, but just hearing how she frames her day and, and fits everything in is really helpful for you to try to figure out, you know, have good ideas and great ways to do things. She, I mean, it's, it's not only like telling how she does things. She is a blogger. She is a mom of little kids and works full time. Like she does all of that. And, um, hearing how not only does she say like how what's worked for her but gives tons of ideas of how it could work for you mm-hmm. uh one of the things that she she also really th- believes in you making time for yourself mm-hmm. but also um saying that, she, that you need help like being good about delegating mm-hmm. which i think we're typically really bad at as moms too mm-hmm. is thinking we have to shoulder all this burden but really not everyone has this luxury, I understand, but really usually there are, there's a husband, you, and if you don't have a husband, you have family, and if you don't have family, there's these things called like daycare or <laughs> child care services or whatever, knowing that um, setting aside that if it's monetarily, like setting aside something in your budget to where you can get childcare to get some time to yourself. Or whatever it is, Uh, even like outsourcing. You were talking about cleaning is a non negotiable. Obviously, we will have to do that. But maybe if you have two parents that are working outside of the home, you could afford a cleaning service. Mm -hmm. I mean, outsourcing those things that I mean, paying for your kids' lunch versus packing them, or Mm -hmm. just those thinking through. She has like great lists and thinking through ways that you can relieve. Some of those things that are are non-negotiable that you can't not do, Mm -hmm. but um, just helping to uh, ease up that time a little bit so you can make room for the other things. She's also very good about um, giving you recommendations for that self-care and talking about just getting enough sleep. We're not even talking about like self-cares and like going to work out or whatever, but you know, Mm -hmm. taking care of first thing first. And I understand with small kids, you can't, you don't have the luxury of sleeping all the time, (laughs) but once you get out of that phase, I really struggled with that Mm -hmm. after my kids all slept through the night. Mm -hmm. I had horrible, horrible habits of just staying up just because, because that's, or just not being able to regulate my body Mm -hmm. that way. So, um, just kind of, you know, me figuring out what was my rhythm again, (laughs) because your body's all confused.
0: I think I said that that on our last podcast, just that I have to force myself to take a nap every day. That is going to be so much better for me than scrolling through social media. Mm -hmm. And just, again, go back and listen to our our (laughs) digital minimalism podcast. But just like, when can I put that in my schedule. Maybe mm-hmm. it's at the gym while I'm walking on the treadmill and that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to designate that time. But yeah, I do want to encourage like if there are single moms listening or single dads that you may work a ton and you don't have the extra money to even get a babysitter. Or you don't have family in town. I, I'm thinking about those women. Maybe you could set some time aside in the evenings where you're if you want to give your kid an extra hour of screen time, that could be your yeah. time, too. Like, you can just become or you become creative, and I think we have to just keep in mind that everything is for a season, too. Mm-hmm. The single moms of little kids, that is just, it's going to go by really quickly and just keep hanging in there. And it is really important to have your own time and to get that self-care But if you really cannot figure out how to do it, it Mm -hmm. will pass. And that kid will be in (laughs) kindergarten. Maybe we'll have more time. Yeah, and
1: self-care may even be... Finding friends mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like finding that support network that can help you out later and searching out. And it's not it's not always easy and it's, it's a lot of times awkward mm-hmm. to make friends as a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we've talked about that and I think we'll cover that mm-hmm. later in a later podcast because it, it is just such a weird phase of life and mm-hmm. you're so focused on surviving and, and helping these little kids survive, mm-hmm. <laughs> like keeping them fed and whatever that – um, it's it's really difficult to make and keep friends in this phase. So anyway, just um, doing that is is definitely an act mm-hmm. of self care.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope that these quick tips to simplify your schedule are helpful. If you guys have any other ideas that you want to share, reach out to us on our Facebook page um, or on our website we would love to hear your ideas as well because I always need those for my own (laughs) schedule um but before we go I wanted to thank you to Claire who lives in Australia that has been listening to us um yeah she reached out to me on Facebook and just gave um, a really sweet message and I just appreciated it she was talking about Easter minimalism I think by the time that this airs Easter will have come and passed um but my ideas for that just really quick to you i Easter baskets I do the same four things that I do for Christmas the read want wear need and that goes in the Easter yeah. basket and that's that but I know that'll look a little bit different too as my kids start to get older and they want my house more decorated for the season but mm-hmm. I tried to encourage her but thank you so much Claire for listening in Australia and then Jen reached out to us on our website and she actually has the blog embracing minimalism blog.wordpress.com
1: Ooh, I'll have um, to check that out.
0: Yeah, so she reached out, and we just love hearing from people listening Yay. to us that there are actually people listening. <laughs>
1: There's somebody on the other side of this microphone. It's so yeah. crazy.
0: But, yeah, we love hearing from you guys on those platforms, and we would love it if you would rate us in iTunes because that can help other people find our podcast, and that's what we we want to get out to the masses. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening this week. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.